Tuesday, February the 13th at the Community Arts Centre in Williamsport. The Williamsport Symphony Orchestra will be bringing us their third concert of this season. This concert will offer a majestic and powerful experience with the mighty sound of the organ in the music of Handel and Saint-Saëns, as well as a contemporary piece composed by Grammy winner Jesse Montgomery. I had the opportunity to speak by phone to the musical director and conductor of the Williamsport Symphony Orchestra, Gerardo Edelstein, about this upcoming concert. Gerardo spoke first about the music of Handel. Handel wrote many, many concerti for organ and orchestra. He was a fabulous organist, probably competing with Bach at the time. And one of his most famous is the one that we are playing for this concert called The Cuckoo and the Nightingale. The name is obvious, <laughs> so you will hear in the uh, second movement the sounds of Cuckoo and, and Nightingale very clearly. And as usual in Handel, he uh, likes to take music from previous works, from other works. This specifically is from uh, an arrangement from a trio sonata. Uh, and it works uh, really, really well for a small orchestra, mostly strings, with uh, an oboe and a, and a bassoon, a continuo, and of course the solo organ. It's a beautiful piece and uh, very, very contrasting with Symphony Number no. 3 by Camille Sanson, that uh, it's called often the Organ Symphony, because it requires a large organ that we, unfortunately, we do not have at the Community Arts Center, so then we have to actually rent a full-size organ and thanks to Robert inside we will have one the CAC that looks like an organ and sounds like an organ <laughs> because when this piece was premiere also in a full-size organ the publisher of Sansan asking me you know what are we going to do if we want to play it in a concert hall can we replace it with an harmonium or something smaller and Sansan refused he said we cannot do that we need a full-size organ for every performance of the piece you know he himself was a fantastic organist and pianist. He dedicated this work uh, to Franz Liszt, that uh, also was a fabulous organist and pianist. They were great friends. They will actually premiere pieces. Uh, Sanson will premiere the Liszt uh, tone poems, and Liszt will play some of uh, Sanson piano music. One thing that's interesting, Fiona, about Sanson is that he lived a long life. I mean, he died at the age of 86. He was born just a few years after Beethoven, and then he lived through even the first three famous ballets by Stravinsky. So you can imagine in terms of the uh, musical styles, he lived through, you know, the early Romanticism, going through the late Romanticism, and also a little bit, he had to experience a little bit of the uh, 20th century music. So very fascinating, although his music is very romantic. His style did not change, although, of course, we, we can see some evolution in terms of the uh, uh, form, orchestration, harmony gets more uh, rich in every sense, in the orchestrations, more coloristic. The, the essence is romantic music, romanticism, that he has been even, you know, disregarded by the uh, late composers of the 19th century as, you know, the old guy, <laughs> old-fashioned, 
unfortunately, but uh, you know, when a new movement comes or, or when a new movement, you know, starts creating news and new style, it's obviously that everything else will sound old, right? And the opposite must be true, where Sanson must have thought they were all young whippersnappers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. But you know, this symphony is very interesting. It has many ingredients or things that I have to say perhaps is a culmination of his career. He, uh, Although he was still quite young, he was not a very old man when he wrote this piece uh, in 1886, you know, first of all, he divided it in two parts that is already different from the traditional four movements. Although when we go to each part separately, we can see in the first part an allegro, so after a slow, very Wagnerian introduction, we can see a, a faster movement followed by a slow, beautiful adagio that I always say I'm convinced inspired Mahler to write his adagietto for strings. And that leads into a second part that includes a scherzo. So um, aside from the typical fast uh, ending movement, includes a scherzo, includes even the famous cantus firmus or the four-note motif from the Dies Irae that also Liszt used a lot, Berlioz used a lot. There is, of course, the use of the organ, uh, very substantial. He included even two pianists. One section is played by one pianist alone, and then uh, close to the end, he asked for two pianists, four hands. So that is also something unusual for a symphony. And he tells the old-fashioned guy also had uh, some, you know, interesting ideas, uh, not, you know, always focusing or keeping the tradition. When I think of an organ, and I think of a full-size organ, how do you prevent it from overwhelming the orchestra? Or how did, indeed, Saint-Saëns prevent it from overwhelming an orchestra? Right, yeah. Well, his writing is very clever, uh, very sensitive, you know, with the different registers of the organ. When it's needed, he will use it full power. And it's a large orchestra, so it blends also perfectly. And in the whole, will be able to set up the organ to a sound that, you know, because it's not the traditional organ sound with the large pipes of, of a church, of course, we cannot have that. So it's a full-size organ, but it's still electronic that is connected to speakers, and so then we will be able to adjust the volume and the balance will be just perfect. And there are many sections, like the beginning of the adagio, that they start really soft and beautiful, and it blends also perfectly with the strings. It will still be very impressive, but we will not scare people with the sound <laughs> that uh, it will be overwhelming. It will be just right in, in blending. But the, the thing is, you know, it, it brings such a majesty and color and intensity that it's, it's hard not to be moved by all of this. Uh, besides the music, the music, it's just gorgeous. It's written so well, beautiful, long melodies. The orchestra, again, is very colorful. And as I said, it's a large orchestra with additional instruments that they are not typical in the orchestra, like the contrabassoon, the bass clarinet, full brass, full winds, and then a large uh, string section. Percussion is minimal, 
you know, with cymbal, bass drum, and timpani. Apparently, Sansan was not in the mood uh, or in the style of a later 19th century composer that started adding more percussion. So he uses sparsely and, and at the right moments, and they also blend quite good with the rest of the orchestra. I'm sure you agree with Sanson that this work would not have the same effect with piano. It would just be lost. No, no, absolutely not. I can guarantee not even with a small harmonium that uh, cannot be amplified, it will sound silly. The um, closing section of the last movement, the organ at one point comes with a full C major chord that resembles a little bit of uh, Haydn's creation. You know, when the text says, and there is light, also, you know, the full orchestra plays these gorgeous C major calls that, that will fill the hall. I can imagine, you know, with a piano that the sound goes away quickly, or even with a smaller instrument that is not going to be as impressive. I'll tell you, I had the opportunity to play this with one of my orchestras at Penn State at the Kimmel Center in Philadelphia that is a gorgeous hall and it has an amazing and amazing organ built in in the hall and I'll tell you when I got to that section I almost fell out of the podium <laughs> you know I started shaking with emotion and joy because it's very special it, it is it is very special I think that with this I may inspire people to flock uh, the CAC come and, and listen to this fabulous fantastic work You're going to begin the program with a more contemporary piece. Yeah, that's correct. And um, the piece is called Caught by the Wind by Jessie Montgomery. Jessie just won a Grammy for one of uh, her compositions. It's not this one, but it's an upcoming, well, I have to say already, pretty, pretty famous and pretty well-known uh, composer here in the United States and I'm sure abroad as well. And she's currently the composer in residence of the Chicago Symphony, has been very, very successful. She's also a violinist, so everything that she composed has a very strong string component in it, this piece as well. And yes, it is contemporary. I'm going to do a little introduction uh, at the beginning so people don't get afraid or don't get just not understanding what is this about. You know, there is a full program. The piece was inspired by two events in her life. One that is a bicycle, actually a bicycle ride. Her brother is an environmental activist, and he did a bicycle tour with some of uh, his companions, and this was part of you know, her inspiration. Together with that, she, in her own words, when she was in the middle of the composition, she went for a retreat just to get a little bit uh, head-clearing, as she says, And she walked through the woods and found a branch that had been mangled and torn by the wind. So these two totally two unusual events you know, are combined in this piece. And we hear with some of interesting effects in the orchestra, these two uh, events combined. A very, very interesting piece, very colorful. I hope the audience will, will enjoy it as well. And that's going to be conducted by your assistant conductor, Rebecca O'Brien. Yes. Rebecca O'Brien uh, is a graduate uh, from Penn State from my program, my Master of Music program in conducting, and um, she has been working and, and, uh, and conducting around uh, the state. She's also assistant conductor of the York Symphony. She works at the Indiana University of Pennsylvania, and she's doing a great job. You know, I love to 
give young upcoming conductors the uh, opportunity to work with professional orchestra, and I think she will do fantastic. Tell us about the organist that you have for the pieces. So Marcus Krieger, I, I got to know him several years ago in a personal way, not as a musician, and he's a professor at Susquehanna University. We talked in length, and, and he mentioned to me back then, several years ago, that he has performed with orchestras and, and has played this symphony. He said, well, uh, I'll keep you in mind one day will do it here in, in Williamsport and you will be my first call. And so, yeah, we, we met and uh, he's a delightful man with lots of experience playing both early music and uh, he's looking also forward to, to perform this gorgeous symphony with us. Gerardo Edelstein speaking about the next concert for the Williamsport Symphony Orchestra, which will be coming up on Tuesday, February the 13th. The concert will begin at 7.30pm and will feature the king of instruments, the organ, with the music of Handel, Saint-Saëns and Jesse Montgomery, with guest organist Marcus Krieger, a powerful evening of majestic music. This concert will be on Tuesday, February the 13th at 7.30pm at the Community Arts Centre in Williamsport. For tickets, you may visit caclive.com or call the CAC box office at 570-326-2424. Many thanks to Gerardo Edelstein. And to you, WVIA's Fiona Powell.